On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, Changes, a new podcat, Ripley, House of the Dragon, Maniac, Starship Troopers turns 25, a scandal, and even more changes. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And tomorrow is election day. Midterms 2022. Yeah, so that dates this episode as yes. far as that goes. Yes. We've been doing this a long time, you know it? Years. It has been years. It has been years. It literally has been years and years and years. It's fun to go back and kind of see what we were talking about, about back in the day. We need yeah. to do that more often. Yeah, we should go back and look at, listen to an old episode just to... My goodness, I bet it's unbelievable. We'd be like, what are we talking about? You're so stupid <laughs> back then. That was wrong. You're totally wrong about that. You're wrong about that. Wrong about that. So much has changed and so much, I don't know, it's it's stunning. And I don't think young people can possibly understand how much social change we've seen in our 50 years. Yeah, and people older than us. Well, so. cha- change in general, but yeah, imagine our parents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in their seventies, eighties now. My God, the amount of change in the world they have seen. They went to school to segregated schools. My mother yeah. went to a segregated school. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe we went from using pencil and paper, writing things like that, to. Um, that's our podcast <laughs> to, um, which we'll get to in a minute to using computers for everything to yeah. carrying around a portable computer with you 24 seven to use for everything. Yes. And that is exactly what your smartphone is. It is wildly more advanced than the most advanced computers that were around when we were in college. Oh, for sure. I wrote all my college papers, the the normal ones. I mean, mm-hmm. if there was a big term paper or something, it was expected to be typed, which, by the way, with a damn typewriter. Yes, or a word processor, if you were lucky. I had no word processor. It was typer, type, typer, typewriter for me. I got a word processor. And for you. <laughs> Fancy. Fancy. That's one I get. Anyway, so yes, most of my papers were turned in handwritten, literally in yeah. cursive. <laughs> Wrap your head around that. Yes, yes. Oh, I can remember being pissed off that I had to get an email address to get my uh, grades, like my last year of college. Yeah, so you because were I was just—it was just a nuisance. Yeah, to you me were just is what it felt like. Yeah, you were just transitioning because yeah, my final years at UK were. I got out just in time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was 95 when, when I graduated. And they were really trying to be cutting edge with computer technology and stuff. So It's hard to believe there was none of that. And we use it every day on a daily basis. Like, it's it's a tool and a way of just doing life that you could never go back to. Unless you it'd had be to, tough, I think. Uh, oh, well, I tough, say you could. I mean, you could, but you could if you had to. But it would suck. Yeah, it would. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, Doctor Google answers everything. It's enormously helpful. Yes. The whole thing is anything. It's we take for granted, and and this is all like cyber, like turning yourself into a cyborg, like version one like that's what we got now is this phone slash computer. Yes, and that basically turns us into a super human. Yes. Like for example, I think I probably use this on the show, but like when you have your phone with you, you have photographic memory. You do. When you want a, we do that all the time. We use it for that now. You want a specific something at the grocery store? Take a picture of it. You go to the yeah. grocery store, you get exactly because you literally have a photograph of what you're wanting. Yeah, we've done that before. We all do that. So yeah. so now, as a person, even though it's crude, we have photographic memories. Yeah. Or we have the ability, just like anybody else who would have photographic memory. It's outside of our bodies right now, but we're going to be able to access it some way weird with 
some mm-hmm. instead of Bluetooth, it's going to be red tooth, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> meat tooth, and that's, you know, and, and that's and just one of the million with things. These things. Yeah, that's one of the million things your phone slash computer does for you. Yeah, that, that instantly right there. You got your talking assistant there. It's just it's an incredible time. And the maps, oh my God, people don't remember That's crazy. driving with a fold-out paper map. Can you imagine doing that now? Can you, oh, it'd be so frustrating. It would be outdated in, you know, six months. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it'd be frustrating. The, the things that we have are mind-blowing that we have this stuff. It's crazy. So anyway, good for us. So we've been doing this for a long time. Yes, and we have an announcement to make. We have a new member of our family. We have a new podcast. We have a new podcast. Chairman Meow, kick the bucket. (laughs) Oh, that was a great way to say it. (laughs) (laughs) She did. Yeah, we had an episode and talked about that a, a a couple of months ago, and we've been... We wanted to hold off a little bit, to mourn a little bit. And yeah, yeah, and you, give you, ourselves time to look around. But I tell you what, I came unglued a little bit. I don't do well not having a cat. Like, I I really started to just kind of go a little crazy. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Animals are very awesome little companions. They are. I need some, some little some furry to take care of. Well, you got one, don't you? I do. I do. And her name is Miss Ripley. Which you'll probably hear in the background batting things. and Yes. She's a little yes. two or three month old kitten. Well, she's uh, they like three or four month old. She's four months old now, okay. by best guess. And she is... She's quite the handful. <laughs> she's a funny little thing. <laughs> she thinks Hank's God. Oh, she thinks you are, too. She likes me well enough because I'm the food dispenser and I, I scoop the poop. Um, she, I, I think I move around too much in my sleep for her uh, uh, enjoyment. Well, that's just at night. Yeah. But um, these little creatures are funny little things. How much different is she than Chairman Meow? Oh, my gosh. All right. We joked all the time on here that, you know, what's the difference between a retarded cat and a normal cat, mm. not much. Well, I think we got an Einstein cat this time. She's pretty smart. She is crazy smart. I don't remember cats being able to, like any cat I've ever had or been around, like if they knock their little toy under a couch or a piece of furniture, like they might reach for it a couple of times, but then it's just gone. Yeah, they give up immediately. This cat will never forget it's there. And she will remember the next time batting it around when it gets close to that object, she will pick it up in her mouth and take it somewhere else and start playing with it somewhere else. So it, so that she doesn't make the same mistake twice. Yeah. That yeah. seems pretty smart. And, and we, we have a very, <laughs> we don't care where she crawls up on, you know, our couch, our bed, We've got windows that are wonder wonderland for kitties, but not on our counters. Right. And you're the one that caught her doing it. We had a bucket of water, basically a, a, a dish tub of water waiting in the sink for her. Right. And you grabbed her by a scuff, did a quick dunk, baptized her, and she's never even acted like she's going to do it again. Really? She hasn't. It's still up there, the water, but I don't think she's... Little Ripley got baptized and dunked her right in that water. I mean, that's, I mean, because she spends a lot of time in the kitchen with us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't want a cat to jump up in the middle of a hot stove. Um, She was really interested in the oven, you know, the, when, when. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing that my, that's one thing that non cat lovers have brought up to me do have a point Mm -hmm. that cats do get on counters where you're preparing food. You know, they've been mm-hmm. in a litter box with poop on their paws, even if it's a me, even if it's a minuscule amount, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, you know, they're in a the litter box, then they're on the counters mm-hmm. where you make your food. I get that. That's yeah. a valid thing, but your solution is pretty good. 
If you can train them not to do that. Yeah. Now, yeah. the thing is, do they get on there at night when we're not looking? But I don't know. I don't I feel don't like. she. Yeah. Because she would get around other. I think she would do that while we were here. Yeah. Or we'd come home to find her up there taking a nap or something. And she's already picked her spots. Well, so hopefully the uh, hopefully the baptismal worked. It worked for Chairman Meow, and she was admittedly a very slow kitty. Mm-hmm. Had me well trained, but <laughs> poor old Chairman Meow. She get lost. She get lost. And this this crazy thing: the first time she went by the mirror, she arched up and hissed at it, and did a little dance across it, and then immediately like checked behind it. And then from then on, you know, she was a little curious and checking behind it. Then she started laying there and actually playing in front of it. She's very yeah, fun with uh, the the mirror there. And, um, oh, last night we had her out playing with the iPad with ladybugs crawling across the screen. And she was chasing that. That's so fun. Yeah. She, she seems, watches TV. She brings her little uh, play mouse onto the bed to play with it. She's Again, just I've never smart. seen cats like, like take their toys around to different places. Like I've seen them play with them, uh-huh. but not like physically pick them up in their mouth and move them somewhere where they want to play with them. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. Be, it seems that's got to be some kind of sort of intelligence, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And that's it's more dog-like. Fellas. It is more dog-like. Well, she'll be a good addition to the family. Yes. And she's named after Ripley of the Alien franchise. I like that. Took us a while to come to an agreement on a name. Right. It still doesn't roll off the tongue perfectly, but I don't know. It seems like as good a name as any. She survived in her little camper camp campground park for a while by herself. Yes. Yes. She was a so little stray. Of- so that kind of fits the Ripley from Alien thing, right? Yes. She's smart. She's resourceful. Plus, she's so just serious looking in the face. She looks like a little <laughs> wolf cat, doesn't she? She looks like a wolf. I don't know if she looks serious. I think you're a cute little Oh, I think she's kitty eyes. adorable, but she looks very serious. That, that look in her eyes. She's cute. She's real cute. She's our little keeper. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, we've been watching some TV. You finished House of the Dragon. Yep. How'd you like it? The finale. What'd you think of it? I think it was probably more for you than me. It, it's it's a lot of. Um. I don't know. I, I hate to be this way, but I'll just say average for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. But. It was, you know, I don't know what to expect after Game of Thrones. I mean, that was just such a, you know, it was so epic for so long. And we were so into those characters. Yeah. That it's hard for me to switch to. A new set of characters. New set of characters back in time. It was just a bit much for me to. And it's but there all, are dragons. There are dragons. How about you? What do you think about it? I really loved it. Okay. Like like 9 out of 10, loved all it. Right. What all did you love about it? I like the interpersonal drama. Okay. I love the dysfunctional family drama. Okay. Uh, I loved the... I love the acting and the craziness of it all and the fact that it is like a fantasy and you can root for people who are all gray. Nobody, there's not one person in that show that's like, oh, they're a good person. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. I think what the reasons you are liking it is probably the reasons that I'm sort of neutral on it. Uh I know House of the Drag or... uh, Game of Thrones, of course, any show, interpersonal relationships are a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. Really, the story is just the excuse for interpersonal relationships. Yeah. I get that. But I don't know. There was just so many characters to learn. And once you learned them in Game of Thrones, like you were kind of rooting for this person to get it or this person not to get it. Uh Uh-huh. And this one... 
I just didn't get that same kind of bought into it. Like, oh, I hope this guy dies this week. Or uh-huh, uh-huh. like Game of Thrones almost every week because there were so many characters. Like something was going to happen. Yeah, they could kill somebody off real quick. Like this one I felt like was a little more, and I don't mean this in a. No, go ahead. I, go I think ahead. I think it's kind of like Days of Our Lives, medieval Days of Our Lives. Who's sleeping with who and who's, you know. But that's interpersonal relationships. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's just what it is by example. That's all. I I don't mean to foo-foo it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think people that like Game of Thrones in general will like this. Uh, What do you think? I think so. Well, you got a 9 out of 10. Yeah. So you like it. I I really, really enjoyed it. I I give it a 5 out of 10. I like the storytelling and the way that even the way that the the stories kind of unfolded like i just really thought it was a smart well done the scenery is beautiful the visuals are beautiful i know some people have have complained about it but i just like i was i, I the bad taste of season 8 of game of thrones was finally out of my mouth well that's good and i was ready for anything that helps that yeah would be would be welcome and you know what i i'm probably going to on a wild whim rewatch game of thrones knowing how it ends yeah i mean i wouldn't and be looking the, end of, that at, be the like end of the world at it differently i wouldn't care to watch the last season of it for sure just to, yeah now that i understand a lot of that um yeah and, and one thing i will say uh, that that was a little bit I almost feel like this House of Dragons, it tried a little too hard sometimes to be like controversial or not even controversial, but to be kind of weird. Like Game of Thrones would throw some weird stuff at you once in a while. I'd be like, well, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of weird. Uh huh. And this one, like, like that young boy, just randomly, his mom walks in a room and he's jerking off in the window. Like, that did absolutely nothing to the plot that I could tell. Uh-huh. It did nothing to advance the plot. It was just kind of a random, like, shock value kind of a thing. I'm like, it was odd. There were a few things like that. I can't think of all of them. Mm-hmm. But there were a few things I'm like, well, I see what you're trying to do here, but it just seems like you're doing mm-hmm. this just to try to... You know what I'm saying? It seemed all right for me from like a a different point of view. There, yeah, I thought it was one. What a weird guy he was. I guess, like you know this this has obviously been a weird fella for years, and the weird relationship with his mother, like mm-hmm. that whole conversation, like she walks in on this craziness and treats it like it's absolutely nothing. Yeah, it was it was it was odd. It was, it was, you know, and and I thought that was just more of like dysfunctional, crazy family gooiness that I was enjoying. Right. Like, yeah, that didn't. I don't think anything in that show has made my skin crawl yet. It doesn't really bother me. I just kind of felt like some of the, again. I just felt like some of the stuff they were trying to reach a little bit to be mm-hmm. sort of controversial edgy and it would just be thrown in randomly mm-hmm. i'm like well that was just kind of random like if it's part of the plot whatever but you know ripley's making a lot of noise in the background <laughs> she's running through a little tunnel yo the tunnel of noise well you know the opinion online about house of the dragon is pretty split too like and the people that like it want to fight about it like either like they've drawn lines they're either team you know house black or house green hmm. so and they want to like fight viciously about it and talk about these characters like they're real people well like that's it's the days of, of their lives or something sure. get way crazy it's fun. The, it's fun to read but well, and um, with anything if you know if i'm so so on it i don't foo-foo somebody that doesn't I mean, yeah there's so many people that are like oh yeah if you think differently than they think, you're just yes, the devil. Yes, yes, yes. There's a lot of that. Like, so you're a bad person if you like this character. So if somebody likes the show, loves it like you do, nine out of ten, it's great. Mm-hmm. I like it enough to watch it 
stay involved, follow the plot. That's all that matters. Yeah. Really? I, it entertains me that much till I can lay on the couch with you, watch it on our big screen, and have a nice little Sunday something to talk about. Yes, exactly. That's what it's for, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's 100% what it's for. Speaking of, what is that weird show that you've been watching with? It's called Maniac. It's some sort of futuristic, it's almost horror comedy. And it has, who we say, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Emma Stone, Stone yeah. And they were two in Superbad, which is kind of funny that they're reunited, I think. Yeah, I think they've got to like working together in order to have done this. I guess. I don't know what they've ever worked in besides that. Besides that. But, I mean, it's it's awesome to see. Sally Fields is in this, too. Yeah. There's yeah. some big actors. I mean, it's big actors and actresses in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Justin Thoreau. always get his last name wrong. Gabriel yeah. Byrne. I like him a lot. Yeah, there's Sally Fields. Sally Fields. Yeah. And she's so funny in this. Like She's funny. There's, there's comic relief. Funny. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of comedy. Horror comedy, psychological drama. I don't know if it's going to work or not. We'll see how they wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. But but the basic plot is these people are in some futuristic society, but yet the technology, that's the weird part. Like it's Uh in this vague future, but the computers that they're using and things are like from the 1980s. It's retro tech or something. Yeah. It's like a retro tech thing. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So anyway, so right off the bat, it's this whole thing is a dystopian fantasy, kind of a not realistic, mm-hmm. fun kind of a thing. It's a fun farce. Yeah. One of the scientists in it is a chain-smoking Asian lady big round glasses, like right out of a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so the, people take this these a clinical trial to be in this drug test that'll cure supposedly it's supposed to try to cure schizophrenia and mental illness and blah 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 blah. it seems like they're depressed going in yeah so they hook them up to this supercomputer that is that's they put these things on their head and it generates these visions stories hallucinations that each person is supposed to somehow come through all that and figure out how to cure their mental illness, I guess. How to be a better person, it seems. Yeah. Well, all right. So it all these seems... dream sequences you're seeing are like these, you know, these dreams that these people are having while hooked up to this supercomputer. That's making them dream that stuff. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Hank, there's no one else on earth that hates dream sequences in any kind of movie or television show any worse than you. Like, it kind of makes you rage. And yeah. to watch you watch an entire series about these dream sequences is fascinating. For me, it's almost like I'm stepping back and just watching you watching it. Well, I'm barely watching it. Like I said, <laughs> they didn't start that till like, the second or third episode. So, by then, I was already... And I didn't know it would be three episodes of all dream sequences or I would have stopped right then. Mm-hmm. So they got me. So we'll see. We'll see how it ends, I guess. Well, I got to see Jonah Hill with a mullet. So that was all I needed one of for the, my life to be complete. <laughs> one of the selling points of this whole thing had to be, I guess, that they get to act in 10 different roles, really. Yeah. In different costumes and makeup, everything from medieval clothes to mullet. Yep. Yep. It's been some crazy. So, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maniac. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe, this will probably be one of those, when it ends, like I'll have to go back and like, all right, tell me what I was supposed to have gotten out of this that I absolutely did not get. <laughs> and then maybe it'll make some sense. So, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's it's been interesting to kind of walk in and out of, but it it would be hard for me to sit down and just watch that. Got it. Well, that makes My sense. short attention span just goes, yeah, all over the place that's kind of what that. it is. 
We, uh, you said Starship Troopers. You're a nerd. Tell me yeah, about that. Yeah, it's the 25 year anniversary of Starship Troopers, which is a weird. First it's of a all, the entire movie, like it's kind of making fun of. Well, right. I mean, it's supposed to be. Is it a? You tell me about it. it well, all right. It's it's set in the future. It's supposed to be funny. Is it supposed yeah, to be a it comedy? Is. It's supposed to be very funny. It is. It's supposed to be hilarious. You're supposed to laugh at it. Okay. Well, I wonder, because I have seen it. I don't think the actors got that memo. Well, the... Or did they tell them to just act as serious as you can, but they've acted too serious, and so nobody got it. Well, this is the dirty little secret of it. The All guy right. picked out the best-looking actors and actresses out of... Like television roles, yeah, that weren't really accomplished actors that were very young for those roles and weren't very good. Okay, so that it would intentionally be campy. So he no, they don't know that it is supposed to be as funny as it actually ends up being edited and final product. It's okay. supposed to be a big old joke. Yeah, I see. I don't guess I knew that. Didn't they make that clear at the time? Is that part of the problem with the movie? Because then it's supposed to be one that, of the worst movies ever, like on some show or some ratings. Yes, some people hate it. Some people, and, but it came out in a time when everybody was being super, super crazy patriotic. Uh-huh. And on the surface, this looks like a super, super crazy patriotic movie, but it's making fun of all that. Yeah. So okay. it is kind of a. Yeah. It's satire. It's holding up a mirror, you know, and and a lot of people just saw it as a really bad movie. But when you look at it, at you know, and I always laugh at well, the name, well, the name should movies, sort of so. give some of it away. I mean, Starship Troopers. It sounds stupid. Yeah, and the, the, the book was meant that way too. It's based on a book, and the book was satire. Yeah. Well, I wonder why. Well, I don't know then. Did people just not know what they were people, getting into? People didn't know what it was. they were getting into. It was advertised as an action movie. You know, lots of yeah. times they advertise a movie as something that it isn't when you sit down and watch it. And ju- you're disappointed in it just because it was misrepresented. Well, that's a good word. Yeah. And I get mad with that, or anybody would. Yeah. Uh, so I totally see that. Like, just tell me what I'm going to see. You don't. You don't have to trick me. I'm like, I'm. You know. Yes. I, I hate being tricked. Yes. Yes. So, well. so if it's a, I don't know if it's a horror comedy, action comedy, just tell me. Or, but you know what? But along that lines, though, anymore, some of these things that I think are seem to be what i would think are clearly action comedy i don't think they're billed that way advertised that way or try to be that like for example these uh fast and furious movies (laughs) for god's sakes it's gotta be a fucking comedy by now right it is but you know what i think it is i I, i've thought about this a little bit this is like like we're Generation X, this is like Generation Z's, um, the next generation like behind us. It's their James Bond. You think? I think. Like they get it. It's tongue in cheek. Like it's their humor. I just think it's not for us. Maybe I don't know. I mean, they surely don't take it seriously. Like, no, they don't think. No, that, but they, they. But like we took, you know. I, that, this is just one of these monologues on how times have changed, I it guess. It is. It is. This is going to be a fun episode. I think it's great. All right. Like, people our age took wrestling seriously. They knew it was bullshit, but they still followed it, and it was their days yeah. of their lives, but sports. Yeah. I swear, I think it's almost like the same thing. They they take it serious and they follow it, but they know it's all action, comedy, goofiness. I mean, they know it's over the top. I mean, they have to know it's not possible, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But the the point of just how far do you take that, I guess, whether it becomes comical or not. You know, I don't know. I mean, there was, I don't know, maybe the James Bond thing's a good way to look at it. I mean, there were lots of comedy things in it and stupid things. There was always mm-hmm. comedy relief. 
He ran over a thing full of alligators yeah. one time, like like a xylophone or something. Yeah, that's right. It's always been kind of silly. Now well, maybe. Well, the, the, so you're saying that's what Starship Troopers was. Yeah. It was just meant to be, don't take this serious, this is just whatever. Yeah, I think it was just misrepresented. Well, maybe that's exactly what happened. So anyway, so it's 25 years old, and yeah. it's in the... Uh, I don't know, so bad it's good kind of category to some people. It is. It is. It's a cult classic now. A cult classic. <laughs> That's what they call everything, right? With yes, and I t- I still love it because like the, some of the special effects and the bug goo shots and everything, they're great. <laughs> Isn't there one bug that looks like a vagina? Yes, absolutely. Like the head bug. Yeah, yeah it has like a vagina mouth, kind of. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's just... It's weird. <laughs> In a good fun way. In well, a good fun way. All right. We've had a little bit of drama at UK. That's kind of regional for us. Oh, yes. <laughs> By UK, I mean, when we're in the news for stupid stuff. By UK, you mean University of Kentucky? Yes, University of Kentucky. Uh, there it is. Yes. I'd say... Um, Oh, Sophia Rosing uh-huh. has gotten herself in quite the bit of trouble, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think it's the front page of Twitter and all kinds of things when you look up UK right now. Well, so. she's been arrested. I'm 99% sure they're going to kick her out of school or oh, yeah. something. They, they need to make an example. Well, last night the video was up yeah. of her. You want to tell them what this dumbass is doing? Well, she comes home. Drunk and high. Now she's coming home to a dorm. To a dormitory with like on, a, a on the campus of the University of Kentucky. Yeah, you just fill it in. Don't make <laughs> me do it. <laughs> well, I don't know all of it, but somehow she gets in an actual physical altercation with one of the. I guess they're a dorm. Somebody working the front desk of a dorm. Yeah, yeah. There's usually someone at the front desk of a, especially girls' dorms at most colleges, kind of make sure that just people who live there coming in, coming and going. Sometimes you have to show your ID. Right. It's just a good way to make a little extra money for some of these kids, too. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a study job. I was that person at at Moorhead. Yeah, yeah. It's a good job. Yeah. Unless you're this girl. (laughs) <laughs> last night and yeah, who who the the girl working the, behind the desk was a black girl yeah and this dummy that comes in is this short white girl that looks <laughs> she they get in some sort of physical altercation yeah but then the worst part of it is i mean she's clearly drunk high whatever which is absolutely no excuse that's just her filter totally came off is all i'm saying that for yeah let's start calling her the n-word over and over and over again. Yeah, like, like plain like, as day, like not even like like under your breath as you're walking away, like as people are when their phone videoing you and you're calling this girl the N-word. Articulating it clearly. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Then there was another, what was she saying after that? There was another word she was saying. Bitch. Bitch. Yes. Calling her N-word bitch. You're just a deep bitch. <laughs> over and over and over. Over and over. Yeah. And inward bitch. You're just an inward bitch. That's all you are. You're an inward bitch. <laughs> Good God. Being clearly being filmed, getting like aggressive, violent. She was awful. Which by the way, that's one of these things I try to play along with. But it's very hard, again, not to quote somebody who said this who we're clearly condemning but we can't say the n-word even if we're quoting somebody and clearly condemning yes yes exactly i i I will go to my grave thinking that is stupid whatever it it was asked (laughs) (laughs) if it makes somebody uncomfortable don't use it you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm I'm trying to go along with it too, but I'm yeah. just saying that's kind of a hard pill to swallow. It's it's almost like Voldemort. I told you, it's just like that. It's just this unbelievable evil word that you can't say it in any context, no matter what. Um, 
like I said, stuff. It, you know what? It's the pendulum's going to swing back. We've just watched so much. We this whole episode is change, 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 change. No, I hope so. Yeah, because um, that is kind of aggravating to have to again to even quote somebody or or to say a sentence that uh-huh. you're not saying. You're not calling anybody the N word. You're mm-hmm. not like if you if I said, well, you know what, you know, the book Tom Sawyer has the word blank in it. That's just a fact. It is. And when the but okay. stupid bitches <laughs> like Sophia over there mm-hmm. quit with the racism, then I think it'd be OK well, to have a nuanced discussion about how to use a word. But right now we can't because we still have stupid bitches. <laughs> well, that'll never happen because unfortunately people like this uh, Sophia Rosing will always be around. There'll always be some stupid idiot racist that just can't help themselves for whatever reason. There is will. It's sad. But you know what? They're all drawing big old bullseyes on themselves. Well, more and more, uh, you're right. And being, you know, starting to be shunned. Yeah. And I don't want to encourage anybody to be Amish, but a good old shunning every now and then should be something we should look into. Well, you know, something like this, I mean, when it blows up, and she deserves it. She needs consequences. There, uh, she will surely. Uh, well, they took her to jail. Yeah, and not for saying the n word. By the way, for anybody like, oh, you have freedom of speech. Yeah, you do, but you don't get to hit people. Yeah, exactly. Her part of her thing was her physical assault. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's consequences to your actions, and I'm glad there's enough people. Like, I- I'm glad she's going to be punished for this in one way or another. I agree. And she just will. People on all of her media, anywhere they find, like people will probably hunt her down to try to do something. I don't say I'm not saying physical, mm-hmm. but it's not out of the realm of possibility for people to find her and give her a good cussing out. <laughs> I'll guarantee yeah, you, fellow and, and, students at UK, well, somebody if she goes back to UK or somebody will know who she is. And oh, eventually yeah. somebody will come up to her and absolutely confront confront her. So she better get ready for that until this totally goes away Yeah, years yeah. from now. Does it ever anymore? Not 100%. It feels, like, it feels like everything gets dragged back up. She's 22. If she goes to apply for a job in a few years, they do a little internet search. Oh, you're the girl that uh, called that girl the N-word. Oh, you're that girl. Sorry, you didn't yeah. get the job, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. Yeah, she'll never. It just would. Unless it is somebody who's like, I agree with what you're saying. Oh yeah, then there's there's yeah. there's a minority of people that'll stick together. Yeah, but um, but no things like that, absolutely good. Good is in my book. I agree. That just it's just sad. I can't believe that's still around. I, I just I can't believe. I know it's a glitch in our DNA, and it probably served us very well back in the caveman days. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. If you were a a caveman that was a white-looking caveman, and something else came along that was, uh, you know, a caveman that was brown, you should probably be afraid. Or mm-hmm. vice versa. The brown, I don't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. That sounds racist. Yeah. The, <laughs> the brown caveman could, would should be afraid of the white caveman. Yeah. They look different. Back in caveman days, you were probably getting ready to get killed. Yeah. If something like that happened. Yeah, if it was a it was a warring. You know what I mean? If yeah. somebody looked different than you, more than likely, think about it. it. Within the last two or three hundred years, even if you're on some little island somewhere or in the country and you lived yeah. your own little life in your own little village, yeah. If a group of people rolled in that looked totally different than you, we go what was all, about to happen? Yeah, <laughs> like, either you were going to be conquered or you were going to kill them. That's exactly right. Like they weren't there to just say "Howdy, neighbor." Like mm-hmm. so, there's a reason in our DNA for us to distrust people that look different than us. 
I do believe that. But we've got to overcome that. Most of us have overcome that at yeah. some point. Yeah, I think so. You know, we have other things in our DNA that we can overcome. <clears throat> you know, our first yeah. instinct when somebody does something to you, you know, is to kill them. But you don't kill them. <laughs> uh, you know? I don't know. <sighs> so, yeah, that girl is going to get her comeuppance Good. for a long time. Good. I just hated the University of Kentucky. Kentucky has a bit of a reputation for being racist, or at least it used to. I don't see it as much in movies and pop culture anymore. Maybe we've slowly, we're technically not in the South. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. we're kind of border, but they consider us Southern because of our hick accents. Well, Kentucky and West Virginia are both like we're kissing cousins because we're not in the South. But we're kind of lumped in there. We're definitely not north. Yeah. We're just one of those middle We're just Appalachia. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's still, we're Scotch-Irish descent. And that clannishness is, it's in our DNA. Yeah, we're still very clannish. We are. We are. We're just kind of jerks sometimes. And... I, and awareness of that helps i think maybe i i guess and and like i'll say like where we live in eastern kentucky there aren't very many black people like hardly any yeah. but it's not because we don't want them we just don't they're just not any i can't help it <laughs> yeah. it's not my fault yeah there's, there's yeah. not any i mean literally probably i would say from lexington kentucky which is basically middle of the state all the way east less than one percent of the population if that if that yeah i mean i'm talking like for counties that have 20 30 thousand people in a county five black people <laughs> i mean we're talking those kind of numbers yeah yeah some places are, are and again i'm not saying that's right or wrong i mean it's I, still that, yeah it's still I, it's a stark difference so when so i get it when when you know, black people travel through here it's, on the way, and, and they see that there's no other black people. I guess they assume that, wow, this place is really racist. Nobody, no, we're not. Uh, well, I don't know. I think. I don't know. I think growing up, the prevailing attitude was to be suspicious of outsiders, big city folks. Well, that's just what And we I were grew up about. with the impression that. Like if you went north or if you went to New York or something, these people mm-hmm. were just going to like mug you in the street. And it was shocking for me when I first got out and did some traveling. And it's like, oh, no, people aren't like that. Like it's something I really had to experience you know, we to have counter a, that training. Sorry. No, you're good. No, we have, we have a friend who's a principal of a high school or was in mm-hmm. eastern Kentucky. And he would tell us, and I believe it, like, like it's actually – the opposite, at least for high school kids, like when a foreign exchange student or somebody came who was African-American or whatever, uh-huh. like he would say like they were absolutely the rock stars of the school. Like, yeah, because like they're different. They were different. They were probably into some sort of sports or something that, mm-hmm. that but they brought something that, that the every other kid was like, wow. I can't believe it. Like your 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 skin's really black. <laughs> like you know, like it's really yeah. And they were very interested. It wasn't a you know get out of here, you n word. It was totally the opposite. He yeah. said, and I yeah. and I do kind of believe that. Even when I was in school, it was like that in really? Eastern Kentucky. Yes, when there were, there wasn't very many. I mean, oh my god! All I, right, I'll use my example. My high school, one one black person. For a high school of thousand people. All right, we were different because we had five in my class of sixty six. Okay, and we were one of those little small schools that got eaten up in consolidation back in the day. But you know, there wasn't a lot of racism in in our school. Right. That I was ever aware of. But when we traveled and went to other schools to play football or basketball, 
we had to, as a group, like our students had to surround our black students and protect them. Sad. Because they would be called the Mm N-word. They would have things said about them, have things thrown at them. Yeah, and I was always in the band, so we were always, you Mm -hmm. know, the, the kids on the outside to take that. And... Disgusting. It was. It was. And it wasn't every school that we went to or anything. Like, there were a couple notorious counties in West Virginia that were always like that. Well, and I would say... Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say you're right because I don't know. As I think through this, the kids in that high school, like let's say the foreign exchange student, mm-hmm. and I, when I say foreign exchange, it it doesn't have to be foreign exchange. They could be from California, yeah, and and be an exchange. Somehow they ended up in this Eastern Kentucky school, yeah. But maybe there's not. Maybe they're rock stars in their school. Because people get to know them. Mm-hmm. And let's face it. I mean, if you're a student in some sort of exchange program, you're probably pretty smart. Yeah. They've screened you. You're probably smart, probably outgoing. Maybe you're athletic. You know what I mean? Point is, you're not shy. You're probably going to be an outgoing yeah. person who can, who's pretty smart. But you didn't have any, like, founding black families at all, did you? What do you mean? Like there weren't families that were there. No. Oh wow. Okay. See, that was the difference between that I know us. of. I mean, like you just said Scotch Irish. Yeah. Well, all right. In our area, we're Scotch Irish, but there were also a lot of black settlers and Italian settlers no, that we were minors, and we had a black high school in in the county before segregation. So we, like, we probably had twenty twenty five black students in our 350 in our school so it wasn't nearly as a minority to us or a novelty it was i don't know they were hicks too they were just darker you know there were some counties in eastern kentucky that had more black people but for whatever reason most of them not yeah so you know that's an interesting question like what did they do in segregation times i'll tell you what most of them did there just wasn't any black people there was no, you didn't have to worry yeah. about it because there was literally zero. Yeah. And if if most, like I'm saying, even in the 80s, when I went to high school, we're talking one. Yeah. Like, what would you have done back in the day if you had one black person? You can't build a whole school for one person. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. they would have done. Well, we had a, a small school. And obviously, when everything well, consolidated, it was still a small school. But I don't know. It was just for us. It was. And I know me and my brothers, we were just like, so what? We've known these people our entire lives. We'd grown up with them. Mm-hmm. And it was weird for me when I went to college and first saw, like, racism firsthand. Because I'm sure that there was things said that I didn't hear. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see a whole lot of it, except for like from my parents, and you know I tried to be the polar opposite of that, and I just and, knew better. And it's not, and I'll say this: the racism that I've—it's very rare that you see somebody who absolutely uses the N word all the time, has a Confederate flag. That stereotypical. It's it's like a it's almost like a, that's. The, that's almost a caricature of a racist. A racist is more, it's more subdued. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I do. It's more, they're not going to say anything, but it'll come to, like, if you're wanting to marry a person, if you're a white person, if you had a daughter and that daughter wanted to marry a black person, then, well, I'm afraid your kids would be. Mm-hmm. You know, might have a hard life because they're getting made fun of. It would be that kind of racism. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be like, I don't want you marrying an N-word. Yeah. That's not going to be it. It's going to be yeah. like, well, I kind of worry that you might have a hard life and people might think it's that. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it has changed because it was loud and in your face, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. It's way more subdued than it yeah. was. Anyway, and hopefully it'll get better. 
you know, it, it is getting be, better. It seems it, to be. It seems to be. I, th- I think so. Just like people like this dummy is absolutely, they're absolutely getting shamed, lame, yep. lame, lambasted. Is that the word? Uh, they're, they're, yeah. Yeah. You know, we used to lock up our crazy people. Now they run around with a Confederate flag, right? You know, on their jacked up pickup truck with the uh, steel balls on the back. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, uh, I-, I just can't believe it's still. If everybody's problems in the world that they give a shit about somebody else's yeah. or, or you give a crap about somebody else's color of skin or whatever it's or who they like, love or yeah yeah it's just uh, yeah it just seems so ridiculous whatever who cares it is crazy who cares so tell them where they can find us at we're at hillbillynerdtalk.com that's our launching pad and i'm still on twitter even though Elon Musk is having a bit of a tisk over mm-hmm. there. It's funny. He didn't <laughs> want to buy it. Apparently, he he found the financials and found it sucked and didn't want to buy it. They made him buy it anyway. Maybe he learned some. No, I was going to say maybe he learned some lesson, but no, he never. He no, he, he doesn't learn. That That's his problem. He doesn't. He thinks he knows everything. You know, we've seen him or I listened to his interview on Joe Rogan. And he's an interesting dude to some point. He obviously is intelligent off the charts. Mm-hmm. And it makes it really weird when he does things like, remember a long time ago when he picked a fight with Warren Buffett? Yeah. Over something Warren Buffett said that was just absolutely just so nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just something like, are you going to invest in Tesla? Like, well, no, that's just not really in our wheelhouse. There's something so you know, like not, Matter of fact, not, not putting a, them down, yeah. not this, but he took it so personally, like, well, I'm going to start my own candy company. He owns C's candy. Well, we're just going to have a Tesla candy. I'll show him. I'll put him out of business and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you are a fucking crazy person. This is Warren fucking Buffett you're talking about. You're not, he may put you out of business mm-hmm. if, you know, but I'm just saying, and th- so this Twitter thing, I think this really started. With him popping off, being a political mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I'll just buy this. You know, mm-hmm. I'm tired of them censoring me. I'll just buy this thing. And they're like, all right, fuckhead. We'll, we'll, sell, it. we'll yep. sell it to you. All right, I'll buy it. And then he had like some sort of a period where I don't know if he looked at the financials close enough or mm-hmm. something. But he clearly then didn't want to buy it. Yeah. And they're like, no, you got to sign contract, jackass. You're buying it. For this many millions of dollars, <laughs> and you're oh, gonna like wow. it. And then, and so he went to court because he tried to get out of it, uh-huh. and the court ruled, "No, you've got a signed purchase agreement, and then you, whatever it said, like you're going to buy this fuckhead, whether you uh-huh. like it or not. That's why he's doing all this. He didn't want this." And so I feel like now he's just a pouty little kid. Like, okay, then, well, I'll just fire everybody and, and, and I'll make it so there's, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because he has a lot of money doesn't mean he's not a shithead. Uh, I mean, he, he definitely acted like a small child here. He, all right. He, he got hook, line, and sinker for, uh, Amber Turd. Yeah, he was involved in all that. Yeah. Was the one she was having an affair with. I mean, hilarious. It, uh, well, anyway, we're still on Twitter, so whatever the hell Twitter ends up being, I got thrown off of Reddit. Well, we're still on Reddit. <laughs> well, that's one of your private things. Hillbilly yeah. Nerd Talk. We're still on Reddit. Hillbilly Nerd Talk is on Reddit. Yeah. So we got Hillbilly. We got Reddit and Twitter, and that's probably enough. Yeah. That's enough of us. But you can listen to us the next time we podcast. Exactly. So good night, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time.